Life is made up of many gorgeous moments. Cherish them all, big and small, with Blue Nile. Whether it's for yourself or a loved one, Blue Nile's unrivaled selection of expertly crafted fine jewelry and statement pieces help make all your moments sparkle. Blue Nile's experts are on hand to guide you, and their diamond guarantee ensures you get the highest quality at the best price. Celebrate a life well lived in the most radiant way and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang, I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more Isolation ah, Murder Butthole. Oh, sorry, I went off on that one. Before we get into today's stories, bear with me two seconds because I just want to say some thank yous to some members who've just joined recently, a whole bunch of you, and I'm ever so thankful for what you do. And you have to forgive me if your name isn't on there at the minute. YouTube system is filtering the name slowly through to me at the moment. <laughs> thank you to Tony Decote, Joey D, Dopamine Drought, A Long Existence, Lillipot with a rejoin, Elkrid with a rejoin. Hope you're well, my friend. Kelly Patterson, Lucy Walsh, Salty Squishy, John Hutchison, Vemin, Joe Hank, and, and Kayla Ruitz for your joins. It really does mean the world. Thank you so much for what you do. And to each and every one of you for being with the channel and watching daily. It's absolutely incredible. I'm so, so thankful. And let's crack on with today's stories. Much love, guys. And our first story comes from Mumbies, who says, Am I the asshole for dissolving a wrongful death settlement? In 1996, I, male 39, my brother, male 38, and my father, male 63, received a significant financial settlement for the wrongful death of my mother, my father's wife. The suit provided my father, my brother, and I with three separate rewards for different amounts, each worth a life-changing amount of money. At the time, at the age of 14 and 13, my brother and I agreed that the money should be combined into a trust that our father should be the trustee. As the trustee, he was authorized to remove income from the trust, any money made through interest, capital gains, or dividends, but not principal. My brother and I reaffirmed this after he turned 21. In 2004, without much discussion, the trust and the money in it wasn't discussed much afterwards. 16 years later, in 2020, my father approached my brother and I, requested that we provide him full access to the trust. Initially, my brother and I agreed without any thought, but our father's lawyer suggested that we get a lawyer to ensure that we make the decision with full knowledge of any consequences. We got that lawyer and she told my brother and I that we would be insane to do this, that we may as well light that money on fire. My brother and I still wanted to go through with it until our wives realized that what we were going to do. Both wives told us that they thought we were insane too, but that it was our decision. At that point, we sought further input and learned that every person we talked to thought it would be insane to basically give this money to our father with no strings. While my brother and I were getting this input, the trust was dissolved and split back into three accounts. So my brother and I were at a point where we controlled our own parts of the settlement and had to decide whether to give them to our dad. We decided not to. For me, this was based on what money could mean for me, my wife, and our three kids. I think my wife and I should decide how to use the money to best provide for our children. My father and his siblings, our aunt, have essentially disowned my brother and I for this. 
and I'm not sure if it's the same for you guys in this one, but that last line was very, very telling to me. Well, it felt telling to me anyway. My father and his siblings, our aunts, have essentially disowned my brother and I for this. And it instantly puts into my head, you know, what was going to happen with that money? It doesn't sound like he was thinking about you guys in any shape or form about this. What was his plan for the money? Was it being split between the aunts? Why are they getting mad about it? I can't think of a reason if he had a life-changing amount as well. What positive thing was he going to do with that money? And you know, everyone is absolutely right in this story. You would have been insane just to hand over that money like that. And I know it's difficult because you're clouded with the, the whole family thing. But I'm glad you listened to all those people around you. You're right to do right by your wife and your children. And OP did answer a few comments. So I went to his account and found them out and entered the librarian asked him, totally not the asshole, especially if your father had his own settlement to begin with. What reason did he give for needing full access? To which OP replied saying that he has been a faithful steward for the last 20 plus years and I should continue to trust him. Plus, this was what he and my stepmom had planned to use for retirement. I will note that since we dissolved the trust, I've learned that my father took every cent of income that was earned every year. OP also posted the comment saying, a number of people have asked what my dad needed the money for, so his reasons as told to me were, he's been a good steward for 20 plus years, so I have no reason not to trust him. Then two, he and my stepmom of 20 plus years, most of my life, counted on this money for retirement. Also, they are not destitute. They have an extra, just for fun sports car and a riding lawnmower worth more than my car. To which enter the librarian, then asks again, I'm curious what stepmom's perspective on this is. Why should she feel entitled to any of the settlement money? OP replies saying, well, per an email she sent, my brother and I owe this money her for the many sacrifices she made helping to raise us. Curly Locks asked, not the arsehole, you each received individual settlements because you each individually suffered a wrongful loss. Your mother was never intended to be your father's. Are you sure the relatives know the entire truth? To which OP replies saying, so with regard to the aunts, they both attempted to intervene on my father's behalf back when everyone still talked. At the time, I told them this was a disagreement between my father and I, that this input was important, but not a deciding factor. Honestly, I wasn't that nice about it. When I was rude though, and I was unfortunately, I did apologize for being rude. I did not apologize for my sentiments. And Auntie Pink asks, not the asshole, are you going to sue him for the interest he took after you turned 18? To which OP replies saying, honestly, no. It's not worth it to me. I've already gotten more money than I could have earned in a long time and lost a large portion of my family. What's the point in fighting those same people for more? I hope it can replace knowing his grandkids. And after that additional bit of information, Yellowstop comes in to say, not the asshole. If your father and his siblings disowned you and your brother for dissolving a trust rather than giving your father full control, it's fair to say he did not have your best interest in mind and had plans for the money. Krajal says, not the asshole. He is either going to do something risky or has changed his mind on who deserves what. There was no issue or insult when the agreement was initially made. The only thing that has changed is your father's desire to control all the money. Since he disowned you over money, money was always more important. You are well rid of him. Eddie Valkyrie says, and quotes, my father and his siblings, our aunt, have essentially disowned my brother and I for this. Then goes on to say, seems everyone else was right because they were definitely about to take your money or else you wouldn't have been disowned over it. Not the asshole. 
And one more comment from Okapeli who says, oh my God, you are not the asshole. I found this historical investment returns calculator and I'm shocked at the returns that could have been realized on money invested and allowed to simply accrue gains since 1996. You have not stated a total amount. I plugged in 100,000 just to try the calculator. No idea how that connects to your real numbers. Leaving that 100K sit for 24 years produces values such as 474,000 to 879,000. Depending on the parameters, the lowest I could find was 279,000. Even if your dad helped with your bills while you were in college, it seems likely that he was living off this income source himself, especially in the years since. And I think if we're talking in terms of sports cars or fancy ride-on lawnmowers, we might be talking slightly more than 100,000. I may be wrong there, though. We don't know the actual number, but I would suspect that we are. What do you guys make of this one? Was OP right to keep the money themselves or should they pass it on to their father? I think we know the answer to that, but what do you think father's plans were for that money? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below and we'll move on to another story. And our next story comes from my kids who says, am I the asshole for telling my son the truth about his mum? Their mum, 44 female and I, 44 male, broke up nine years ago because I caught her cheating with my friend in our own home with our four month old son sleeping in the next room. And the breakup was hard, especially for the kids. But as parents, we did everything possible so that they can be happy. And we decided that we would never tell them the reason we broke up until they are adults. For them, we only broke up because it was the best. We always told them that we functioned better separately and that way we could all be happy. But I got tired. I met someone a few years after our breakup and now we're married and have a 20 month old girl and she's pregnant with our second. But my two oldest kids, 90 male and 80 male, refused to meet their sister. They don't even speak to my wife, 27 female, and never wanted to tell me why. They just hate her. And at first, when we started dating, it was kind of understandable. My wife is younger and she was the first person I dated after breaking up with their mother, so I decided to give them a few months so they could adjust to the new situation. But those months turned into years and they never really tried to get to know my wife. And she has always said that she was okay with that, so I decided to let it go. But their attitude just got worse and when our daughter was born, they didn't want to meet her. And I'm not gonna lie, that pissed me off because they were treating her like a stranger just because they don't like her mum. So for a while, I stopped texting them since I was always the one who contacted them. And I had no interest in contacting them again. But after the other day, my wife was crying and I asked her what was going on. And she showed me some texts they sent her. She tried to contact them a few weeks ago so we could fix our relationship and they just insulted her. They called her a whore and told her that they will never meet that bastard, our daughter, because they hate our daughter as much as they hate my wife. I read the whole thing and was so mad that I called one of them and we had a fight over those texts. And he said that he hates my wife because his mum told them I cheated on her with my wife, which is a lie because I didn't even know her at the time. So I got mad and told them that he was wrong and that the cheater was his mother and that if he didn't believe me that I could show them the papers that I still have from my paternity test that we had to do because she didn't even know who was the real father of our nine-year-old son because she cheated for years. He was speechless and just hung up the call. And now I feel maybe I went too far because I shouldn't have told him that. But I was mad because I love my daughter and my wife and I don't want anyone to hurt them. She is the sweetest and kindest person I ever met in my life and seeing her sad or crying breaks my heart. And that's why I reacted that way. Am I the arsehole for telling him that? 
And we're going to start with Specialist Candy 77 on this one, who says, You don't understand why your sons don't like your wife. Why they never give her a chance. Are you for real or just dense? Your oldest son is only eight years younger than her. If you don't have the kids, age difference doesn't matter, but you have older children. Your wife's age is too close to your, your older kids' ages, so newsflash, in their eyes, you chose her over them. When you have kids, you have to choose life partners with a higher level of discernment because your choices will affect not only you, but your kids too. Based upon age, it would be more likely that she is their sister, but no, she's their stepmom. You created this mess. You're the asshole. I feel bad for your kids. To which Rebecca replies that saying, so we ignore the fact that his ex-wife cheated on him and lied to the kids that he's the traitor. To which Specialist Candy replies that again saying, I respectfully present that in all probability, Opie is omitting key facts about the timeline because that's the only way his kids would believe their mum's lie about their dad having an affair with his new wife, which is what caused the divorce. OP comes into this and says, what key facts? Specialist Candy replies saying, how many years have you been with your 27-year-old wife? How many years have you been divorced from your ex-wife? Your kids are old enough to think logically, so your ex's lie must have been believable to them for some reason. As in the amount of years you have been with your current wife. Not how long you've been actually married, just together. Must have been in somewhat close alignment with the divorce. OP quotes that and says, we've been together for almost five years. She was 23 when we started dating. She will turn 28 next week. And I was never married to my ex, so there was no divorce. We just broke up and that was more than nine years ago. We met years after I broke up with my ex. She was literally a teen when I broke up with my ex. And even if I'd met her back then, I would never try anything with a teenager. I'm not an effing pervert. KTB says, oh hell no, not the asshole a thousand times over. Your ex crossed the line that should never be crossed and only to fuck you over for no other reason than out of pure spite and or jealousy. You did the right thing to combat lies with the truth. Eventually, the truth will win out, but it'll take time. XAJHX says, everyone sucks here. You are old enough to be your wife's father. I wouldn't be comfortable with your relationship either if I were in your kid's shoes. Not wrong for clarifying you didn't cheat on their mother, but if you think being that blunt about it helped matters, it did not. No one cares, Sat805 says not the asshole. you were just setting the story straight. Your ex, on the other hand, is a major asshole for lying to them to make you look bad and, and ruining your relationship with your kids. And one more from KeyPuzzleHeaded2467 who says, Damn OP, I'm sorry you and your wife are dealing with this. I think it was time to let out the truth, especially after your ex-wife lied about you cheating on her with your current wife, who you obviously didn't meet until a few years later. Your kids from your first marriage may need some time to process everything, but I sure do hope they come around and respect your new wife and their half-siblings. Now, what are your thoughts about this one? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below and we're going to move on to another story. Life is made up of many gorgeous moments. Cherish them all, big and small, with Blue Nile. Whether it's for yourself or a loved one, Blue Nile's unrivaled selection of expertly crafted fine jewelry and statement pieces help make all your moments sparkle. Blue Nile's experts are on hand to guide you, and their diamond guarantee ensures you get the highest quality at the best price. Celebrate a life well-lived in the most radiant way and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. The number one selling product of its kind with over 20 years of research and innovation. Botox Cosmetic, out botulinum toxin A, is a prescription medicine used to temporarily make moderate to severe frown lines, crow's feet, and forehead lines look better in adults. 
Effects of Botox Cosmetic may spread hours to weeks after injection, causing serious symptoms. Alert your doctor right away as difficulty swallowing, speaking, breathing, eye problems, or muscle weakness may be a sign of a life-threatening condition. Patients with these conditions before injection are at highest risk. Don't receive Botox Cosmetic if you have a skin infection. Side effects may include allergic reactions, injection site pain, headache, eyebrow and eyelid drooping, and eyelid swelling. Allergic reactions can include rash, welts, asthma symptoms, and dizziness. Tell your doctor about medical history, muscle or nerve conditions including ALS or Lou Gehrig's disease, myasthenia gravis, or Lambert-Eaton syndrome and medications, including botulinum toxins, as these may increase the risk of serious side effects. For full safety information, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. See for yourself at BotoxCosmetic.com. And our next story comes from Throwaway ADHD Hell, who says, Am I the asshole for refusing to help my ADHD husband until he gets treatment? throw away because friends on reddit my 27 female husband 35 male have been married for two years until the last year i would have said that things were great my husband has had an adhd diagnosis since he was a child and has always done well with medication he took meds through school and has managed to hold down a good job with only some mild symptoms about six months after we got married i noticed that he started to change he was a lot more forgetful irritable and started doing a lot of impulsive spending i'm a medical resident and knowing he had adhd i asked if his meds were giving him trouble he said that he had stopped taking them i tried to reason with him but he had been reading some blogs and became convinced he didn't need meds he said that adhd was his superpower and that i should love him for the way he is or not at all things have gotten worse quickly over the last year he used to help out with chores and now can't even load the dishwasher without losing focus and wandering off. We keep our money separate and even with a good amount of expendable income, he's gone through a lot of his savings and has trouble paying his section of the bills. He explodes verbally sometimes and has alienated one of his best college friends over a silly argument in a way that's not likely to be forgiven. He won't acknowledge any of this happening and gets angry when I point out that I've been covering the lion's share of the expenses for the last four months and trying to take care of the entire house while also doing my residency. I reached the end of my tether when he asked me for money to cover his car payment for the third time. I told him that I would keep the utilities on but his car, insurance and other expenses were on him and that there would be no more handouts. I also told him that I couldn't keep burning the candle at both ends so his laundry and meals are now on him to prepare. This lasted for less than a week before he started asking for help with his car again. I told him that the only condition on which I would help would be if he started back on some treatment for his ADHD. Not necessarily the same meds if he didn't like them, but something, because this was unbearable. We had a fight about it and he told me that I should help him because he has ADHD so he can't help it and needs support. I told him that he had spent the last year telling me ADHD is his superpower so he can superpower his way into regular car payments and laundry then without my help or get treatment and receive help. He called me an ableist bitch and stomped off. I talked to a psych friend who says that the quip might have been a little unkind but the boundaries are reasonable. My sister-in-law is angry and says I shouldn't force him to take meds if he doesn't want them. All I know is it's exhausting and as much as it hurts, the next step is leaving him. And I did check for some additional information from OP in the comments section and there was nothing there as yet. And I got to say, it's a not the arsehole from me. You know, you set up these boundaries and I think they're absolutely fine. 
you're simply pointing out that he's currently not dealing with his day-to-day -day life where before he was on the medication, he was absolutely fine. And like you said, that medication may not be working for him in a certain way, but he needs to discuss that with, you know, his GP rather than listening to some online blog about it and then expect you to pick up all the slack just because he's come off his medication. But Reckless150681 says not the arsehole. Once someone's behavior starts being the detriment to others on a regular basis, it needs to change. While you shouldn't force your husband to take meds if he doesn't want to, he can't force you to stay with him if it's driving you nuts. I'm not going to tell you to divorce him because your wedding vows may have included in sickness and in health, but unfortunately, he has to uphold his side of the bargain. Think Resort replies to that one saying, I don't think in sickness and in health includes one person unilaterally refusing any treatment options and making life hell for the other person and expecting their spouse to take care of them. Some hardship with illness is normal, but dumping everything on the spouse is an abdication of all his responsibility in my opinion, which isn't what anyone signs up for in marriage. Glittering Swamp 2572 says not the asshole, coming from someone with ADHD. I'm absolutely horrified at how this dude's been brainwashed by some rubbish about this whole superpower. Meds are evil and never necessary rubbish. Usually it's just kids' parents I see buying into it, which is bad enough. Yes, it's true that not all symptoms of ADHD are inherently bad and that a lot of them are really only problematic in certain situations. But it is also true that ADHD symptoms can really mess a person's life up and it is a legitimate disorder with legitimate symptoms that are harmful no matter the situation. It's not your job to manage your partner's mental illness for him. Not when the reason is an issue at all is that he outright refuses to do it himself. That's entitled. If he doesn't want to take meds, then he should look into CBT. But he's not even doing that. Not because his illness is making it hard, like is often the case, but because he made a decision to ignore his symptoms. Corgi Huntress says, not the arsehole, you didn't marry this man. You don't even know him and it sounds like he's neither trustworthy nor particularly nice. The man you married was responsible, thoughtful, and a partner, not a child. He's made adult choices, but has to be prepared for the consequences of his actions or inactions. As Reddit likes to say, play stupid games, win stupid prizes. You need to protect your own mental and physical health, as well as a safe living situation. On top of that, you're in a seriously stressful job, made more so by COVID. Trouble is, if the situation doesn't change, something's got to give. That seems to either be you or your marriage. I don't know if you can survive if you try to let him continue to ride roughshod over you. And one more from Star Guardian Carol who says not the asshole. You put down a reasonable request for an adult who knows all the information and is choosing to make poor choices. Goodbye, car. Now, what do you guys make of this situation? If you was in OP's shoes, how would you deal with it? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below and we'll move on to another story. And our next story comes from Throwaway Mum, who says, am I the asshole for taking away all of my female 45 daughters, female 14 money? My daughter Vienna has about $2,800 in savings. She got money from saving up allowance, running errands for neighbors and selling homemade jewelry. She treasures her money a lot. Yesterday, my son John, male 10, told me that Vienna paid her friend to tear up his painting. He loves art and has been working on a painting of a winter landscape. The worst thing is that the painting was supposed to be for Vienna for a Christmas present. He was so upset and obviously I was furious. 
I demanded an explanation from Vienna and she said it was supposed to be for a reaction video. I told her I didn't care. It was a horrible thing to do. She argued again and again that it was just for fun. John said it wasn't funny and was visibly hurt. Eventually, Vienna gave a half-hearted apology. I told her that she wasn't sorry. The apology meant nothing. So as punishment, I told her I was going to take away all her money until I felt she deserved it again. I would also never give her allowance again. She looked stunned and started getting hysterical. She said that was her hard-earned money. She worked for it so hard and now I was taking it away. All for a silly thing was what Vienna said. She started crying that she was going shopping with her friends next weekend and now she would have no money. She stormed out tearfully and locked herself in her bedroom. John agreed with what I did, but he said I should give it back to her when she apologizes properly. I feel it's too lenient. He's already ready to paint another landscape for her if she apologizes. My husband is totally horrified with my decision and said it was unfair to Vienna. He said I should just ground her for a month. He thinks I'm being an arsehole and of course so does Vienna. So am I the arsehole? And there is a couple of little edits which replies to some of the comments which we'll cover afterwards. Now, I'm not trying to over-dramatize this one or anything like that, but daughter's behavior to tear up someone's painting like that for a reaction video is its just really worrying to me that people think, you know, that's okay. They can see someone making a painting and they think, oh, I'm gonna get my friend, I'm gonna pay my friend to tear that up. The thought process of that going through my head is just worrying to me. And I know you go on certain social medias and you can see people posting reaction videos all the time, doing shitty things. You know, I'm totally against it anyway. But the lack of empathy towards her brother who's making the painting for her, for goodness sake. I know she probably didn't know that, but still it doesn't excuse the fact. But I got a question and I might get hate for it. Is just taking away the money going to fix anything? And I know there's consequences for actions, etc., etc. And she may be getting what she deserves, but... Is it actually teaching her anything? But again, there's some um, there's some replies to comments down from OP. So we're going to cover those for a second with Fair Butterfly 9989, who says, "Well, Vienna is certainly an asshole, but just because you're a parent does not mean you're entitled to her money. Abuse of power there." To which OP replies saying, "Please stop. I'm trying to help her. Obviously, it wasn't the best method, but I'm not an abuser." I'm trying to be the best mother I can and I have exhausted my choices. I feel like this would discipline her. I'm not trying to steal her money. I don't want to spend it. I'm not keeping it for myself. Do you think I'm feeling happy taking away her money? How does this advantage me in any way? Okay, number says, you're the asshole on so many levels here. As a teen, I can confirm we do stupid shit. In the end, your son is a little kid and will get over his painting in a week or two. Taking someone's money, pretty sure that's illegal. I hope your daughter goes no contact with you when she turns 18. OP replies saying, since you're a teen, I bet you know nothing about parenting. John is sensitive and doesn't get over things easily. Even if he does, that doesn't make her actions correct. Taking away her money is not illegal. I'm just confiscating it. And as her mother, it's legal. I'm not spending it either. If you read my comments, I'm giving it back to her once she shows proper behavior. And umpire24601 says info. Have you taken all her money away or just the money she got through her allowance? If you'd taken the allowance money, I'd say fair enough. But taking her money she has legitimately earned through her work is unfair. So that would make you the asshole in my opinion. OP replies saying, I took away all her money. It's for the meanwhile and I 100% intend to give it back, but not until she's behaving well. 
good dog replies to that saying not the asshole. Many people are here saying the money shouldn't have been taken from her because she earned it. That's just a silly argument. If you cause a car accident and damage someone's property, what money would you use to pay for the damages? Are you going to refuse to pay because you earned all the money you have? Opie replies saying, exactly. Furthermore, she'd be getting the money back when she behaves. Sounds fair to me. Claire 2 says, is there a specific end goal? Getting the money when she behaves is so vague. If this is really the route you want to take, you should set specific steps and milestones so she knows what's expected and what she can do. OP replies once again saying, yes, when she, one, gives a sincere apology to John, two, starts being nicer to him, three, understands the severity of her actions, four, promises to stop meeting up with that friend, five, restricts her social media and internet use, e.g. two months without TikTok, and six, regrets her actions, not because she was punished for it. If she does all those and keeps up the behavior, I'm more than willing to give her money back. This is still rather vague, but all I really need is for her to know what's wrong and right and show remorse. Now, what do you guys make of this one? Do you think the punishment fits the crime or not? And we have the small edit from OP as well, who says, edit, a lot of you have made some great points and I appreciate you taking the time to help. Edit two, I'll have a conversation with Vienna after she returns from school. I've decided what to say and I'm ready to talk about it. I'll update you with how it went soon on my profile. So what do you guys think of this one? Do you think the punishment fits the crime or not? And I will tell you because a lot of the comments were replies from OP there that this post is tagged as everyone sucks here. There's quite a few of not the arseholes and everyone sucks. It's kind of a mixed bag in that comment section, but we did cover a lot of replies from OP. So I thought I'd just throw that out there as well. What do you guys make of this story? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below. Maybe what you would have done in that situation or what OP could still do. And just a huge thank you for spending your time with me today. If you did like today's stories, don't forget to hit that like button as well because it really helps out. And if you want to support the channel further, you can click that join button down below for YouTube or click the link tree in the description and join up over on Patreon or hugely helps out. Got another little cheeky members video recorded yesterday, so that will be uploaded soon as well. Thank you so much for your love, your time and support. And I will see you in the next one. Take care, guys. Much love. The number one selling product of its kind with over 20 years of research and innovation. Botox Cosmetic, out botulinum toxin A, is a prescription medicine used to temporarily make moderate to severe frown lines, crow's feet and forehead lines look better in adults. Effects of Botox Cosmetic may spread hours to weeks after injection, causing serious symptoms. Alert your doctor right away as difficulty swallowing, speaking, breathing, eye problems, or muscle weakness may be a sign of a life-threatening condition. Patients with these conditions before injection are at highest risk. Don't receive Botox Cosmetic if you have a skin infection. Side effects may include allergic reactions, injection site pain, headache, eyebrow and eyelid drooping, and eyelid swelling. Allergic reactions can include rash, welts, asthma symptoms, and dizziness. Tell your doctor about medical history, muscle or nerve conditions including ALS or Lou Gehrig's disease, myasthenia gravis, or Lambert-Eaton syndrome and medications, including botulinum toxins, as these may increase the risk of serious side effects. For full safety information, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. See for yourself at BotoxCosmetic.com.